Welcome to Our Connected World, a podcast series from TE Connectivity featuring straight talk for engineers about today's technology trends and the technical challenges in driving innovations crucial to making the world safer, sustainable, productive, and connected. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Our Connected World, a podcast brought to you by TE Connectivity. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us here for this episode of the show. Now, today on the show, we're talking about the hidden innovations that are advancing electric vehicles. And joining me here today is Chong Sun. She's the Global Vice President of Automotive E-Mobility for TE Connectivity, and she's going to be sharing some of the things that are happening in the world of EVs that are really moving this world and this industry forward. So, Chong, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Today. Thanks, Tyler. First of all, thank you for the opportunity to talk with me about a topic that is very important to the industry and to TE, the one that I'm also very passionate about. As you know, much of the driving force behind this transformation from internal combustion engine to battery electrical vehicle has been environmental sustainability. Therefore, Many of the innovations that we tend to focus on are related to that topic. But at the same time, we also see the benefits from these innovations give the EV owners better performance, better user experiences, like a fast acceleration with the instant tour. It is so much fun to drive, superior maneuverability and vehicle handling, less noise, vibration, and harshness. And today, many of the innovations are focusing on scale of production and cost reduction to converge with the cost of a traditional internal combustion engine vehicle. There are several innovations going on that I find very exciting, both for the industry and for TE. First of all, the vehicle architecture is changing from very complex internal combustion engine and the transmission to a battery-powered, motor-driven powertrain EV architecture, which is much, much simpler. This modern EV skateboard battery architecture has reduced the number of moving parts from something like uh, over 1,000 to less than 100 parts. This also drives the potential for significant complexity reduction. When one of the major North American OEMs officially unveil their EV strategy in 2020, they stated that their new powertrain complexity could potentially be reduced to 19 different battery and drive unit configurations compared with the 550 internal combustion powertrain available today. So when we look at this, uh, what does it mean to us? Having less complexity and less parts certainly benefit maintenance, besides having less things can go wrong when they do. The availability and the cost of replacement parts will also improve. The second major innovation is around the battery. As you know, Tyler, the battery is the heart of the EV, and further improvement in range, time to charge, and costs are all very important and necessary to get a wider range of consumer acceptance. Many of those uh, battery innovation in the past two decades have focused on, for example, increasing the energy density of the lithium battery 
which directly translate to the EV drive range. There have been multiple improvements, for example, improved cathode anode separate materials, battery salt pack, and various electronics, thermal, and software innovation that improve the overall battery performance and safety. As range continues to increase, how fast a battery can charge is another crucial piece for the success of EV. Any complications or excessive charging time, especially during long distance traveling, can be a huge inhibitor for the adoption of EV. This hurdle is mainly being addressed by increased power in the charging system. You know, both the charging voltage and the charging current have all gone up significantly. For some of the applications, it can produce up to maybe half megawatt power. And this means that we can fully charge a battery within 10 minutes instead of 30 minutes or an hour. The EV industry has already proven that innovations can deliver greater user experience and achieve the environment objectives at the same time. Today's innovations powering our industry become more about evolution than revolution. That's why we say they are the hidden innovation. So a lot of focus is shifting to reducing the cost, and this is already happening with better supply of resources, improved economies of scale, and increased manufacturing efficiency. Those are some really excellent points, Chong, and you, you really took us through some some fantastic improvements and some some ways that things are developing and moving and changing in this industry. What what are some of the enabling factors for advancements in launching EV architectures at scale? Uh, as far as uh, getting the broader advancements in launching EV architecture at a scale, I believe that the manufacturability for the products and the manufacturing efficiency are the keys for the success. You know, it is always much easier when you only need to produce a small quantity of the vehicles to achieve the performance and quality. As the production scale goes up, we need more of the innovation in areas like uh, automation, design for manufacturing, in order to ensure reliable, efficient, and automated manufacturing process. This will help facilitate improvement in both the cost and the quality of the products so that the EVs can be affordable and meet the requirements of consumers in every market segment. Also, as mentioned earlier, most of the OEMs are utilizing this EV infection point as an opportunity to basically start over with a clean sheet of paper and significantly reduce the complexity of their products. The clean sheet design method can be also applied to manufacturing, supply chain, and human capital investment. I do think the ones that realize it and act fast upon it will become the true winners. Absolutely. That's that's a fantastic point. And, and you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, you mentioned um, charging earlier as, as something that 
uh, will need to be continually, continuously improved moving forward. So what are the challenges and adoption barriers that EV OEMs must resolve to achieve high voltage, high current charging in the next generation of EVs? Great question, Tyler. Uh, the biggest challenges that I see are further improvements are still needed on how fast a driver can charge a vehicle. And as you make a further breakthroughs in charging speed, and at the same time, the EV OEMs must consider how easy it is for drivers to access to these uh, improved charging infrastructure, how safely they can charge a vehicle, and how reliably they can charge a vehicle over time. Basically, it is all about addressing the concerns for the user experience by providing fast, safe, and reliable EV charging experience. So in your mind, what is the industry doing to address these challenges in the short term? The industry is certainly doing a lot to address these uh, challenges. For fast charging, as you know, we're talking about a lot of power going through the charging system. And we must figure out how to maximize the power efficiency. It is obvious that the less power lost during charging means more drive range you can gain. When transmitting the power from the grid to the battery in the vehicle and converting either DC or AC grid power to the battery DC power, all components in the system need to be designed to maximize the power efficiency. This is the main challenge that engineers need to solve. At the same time, extremely high heat is generated during high power charging. Therefore, every component, the charging inlet, connectors, wiring, and a battery component must be designed to manage the heat that comes with it. TE has provided a solution to help our EV customers address thermal management at the charging inlet with both passive and active cooling system. The active system uses a water glycol-based fluid from the main battery cooling system. Thermal management is very crucial to reduce the heat and prevent the battery from thermal runaway in order to ensure the safety of the EV battery. You know, the higher demand of fast charging also increases the wear and tear on the charging inlet terminal contact, the metal part that conducts and transmits the electricity from the charging grid to the battery. Besides being subject to higher temperature at each charge, the charging inlet contacts are potentially exposed to things like uh, salt, dirt, and other abrasives, especially when using the public charging station. The degradation of electrical terminals can lead to reduced energy transfer efficiency which result in longer charging times. So in a nutshell, uh, you know, I will summarize that the industry is addressing the power efficiency, thermal management, and the key component durability, those three areas right now to provide the EV customer with a fast, safe, and reliable charging. So, Chung, those were the, the short-term issues to address. Um, what are some of the primary considerations for EV OEMs in developing longer-term solutions? What, take us uh, a little bit further out. As EV manufacturers race to develop a more powerful, efficient vehicles, they must remain 
focus on another important consideration for EV owners. That's environmental sustainability. Here, we're talking about the CO2 emission reduction, not only from the operation of the electrical vehicles, but also from manufacturing the vehicle, transporting the vehicles, and even recycling the vehicles, and especially the batteries when they come to the end of their life. Concerns over water energy consumption in the EV manufacturing process are putting pressure on us to think holistically about the sustainability of the EV industry. For example, how to use more clean energy, how to consume less water. So this is what I see as the longer goal for the industry to achieve. I think those are those are really excellent goals, and, and you you explained that really well. So help us understand what TE Connectivity is doing to help reach these short and long term goals. So what what sorts of things? Uh, how are you playing a part in this? Tyler, this is the part that I'm most excited about because I strongly believe that TE is well positioned to help the EV OEMs with what lies ahead. For example, our engineers have been focused on and often overlooked the piece of the EV charging equation, metallic plating technology. As I mentioned previously, the durability of the inlet terminals is a key enabler for high efficiency and high power charging systems. TE developed a new 10-door surface plating technology for EV charging inlets that uses an innovative surface material with the combination of silver and graphite. While silver delivers the best electrical conductivity performance, graphite particles act as a lubrication for superior abrasion resistance. Tandor can withstand up to 50,000 charging cycles with almost no performance degradation. This is five times the 10,000 cycle lifespan for most standard charging inlets in the market today with the traditional coatings. I also talk about the importance of environmental sustainability. This is another area of strength for TE. One example of this is the green silver contact surface technology for the high voltage EV connectors. By selectively applying silver to limited areas of connection surface, green silver uses less precious metal than traditional connectors while still delivering the same electrical performance with enhanced vibration and heat tolerance. This proprietary non-galvanic dry plating process does not use any hazard materials in the plating process. It can achieve a 35% reduction in CO2 emission and 99% reduction in freshwater consumption during production. So I am extremely proud of what we can bring to the industry for both the short and long-term goals. That's really, really well put. And I think you're bringing some incredible things to the industry. And I'm glad that you you explained those short and long-term um, goals and the way that TE is is approaching those. And so, Chung, what, what differentiates TE's approach to partnering with EV OEMs in developing and delivering these customized solutions? What How are, how are you differentiating yourself in the market? So uh, growing demands for EVs also mean 
that OEMs really don't have time to waste on bringing new models to the market. Developing EVs across all vehicle segments will call for as minimal adjustment as possible within the same electrical architecture. That's why TE designed our e-mobility products with a platform solution and modular features, which also allowed us for customization when it is needed. It enables us to meet each application's specific requirements while significantly speeding up the development process. We also offer uh, mechanical, electrical, and thermal simulation to our customers. These simulation tools allow the customer see potential failure and weak design areas for power and data connection and transmission so that the preventive actions can be put in place often before the first product is built. For almost over two decades of being directly involved with almost all kinds of the EVs and working with different customers, we understand our customers' pain point and what problems need to be addressed quickly. Through this process, we also have created a library of general market products that we can offer to the EV manufacturers, especially the emerging ones. Since these companies generally don't have the time and resource to focus on the components that TE has the most expertise on, they do rely on us to deliver them off-the-shelf products with the minimal customization and improve their time to market. So, Chung, help us understand how TE's solutions for battery technology can help EV OEMs improve vehicle operations. Tyler, let me show you some of the battery solutions that we have for OEM to protect and prolong the battery life. As you know, the battery is a switch on and off many, many times during charging events and the normal driving operation. Over its lifetime, it is really, really important to protect the battery, the surrounding electrical and electronics devices to guarantee the longevity and the safety levels that are required. The high voltage contactors from TE do exactly that, not only functioning as the switching device, but they can also detect the, like a overload or short circuit failure modes when something goes wrong and instantaneously cut off the power in the vehicle. I'm sure that I don't have to tell you how important it is to shut off high voltage within the vehicle when bad things happen, especially when we're talking about the lithium-ion batteries. Besides the contactors, TE also offers battery solution to connect the battery cells and modules safely and reliably to deliver the power data and the signals. Zhang, what, what might change how OEMs approach EV innovation over the next five years? Are, are, are there changes that you see coming uh, over that time frame? Yeah, for sure. You know, Tyler, the automotive industry is experiencing unprecedented changes and is at a unique inflection point in its history. Currently, the OEMs are very much focused on speed to market, and make sure they can jump starting their EV transition, we are going to see a paradigm change based on how much they need to do in such a short period of time. There are three areas that they will have to change from the traditional automotive business model. 
First of all, the speed of innovation deployment will get even faster. Therefore, innovations to improve the efficiency of the design development process must happen. This will result in accelerating time to market. And a second, uh, due to the number of uh, new products and technologies needed for multiple new vehicle launches, the OEMs do not have the necessary resource required and need to work with the suppliers who can provide solutions with the speed and quality. We're going to see more platforming, more modular building features. Third, we are seeing more OEMs are willing to partner with each other and share certain technologies and innovation to increase the economy of scale. You know, just yesterday, we all heard that Mercedes-Benz and the Rivian plan a JV to make electrical vans in Europe. They will not only share the technologies, but also the capital investment and et cetera. So those three things are happening at OEMs and suppliers in all regions around the world. That's really, really interesting. And, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing how that continues to develop over the next five years. And the, the other question I, I might ask is, what does the next phase of maturity in EV charging look like? And what are some of the early indicators you are seeing um, that are enabling this maturity that allows the industry to continue to grow and develop in this way? Tyler, I think a few things will happen in EV charging. First, the charging infrastructure is going to further scale up and the charging interface standardization across the industry will happen as EVs charging gets into a more mature phase. Vehicles need to be able to charge at any charging station, whether it is 800 volt or 400 volt system. Charging station should be able to charge any EV, no matter who the EV manufacturer is. Just like today, we don't think about which gas station I need to go to fill up my car. Interoperation has to be the case for the EV industry. Second, we're going to see bi-directional charging capability, not only charging from the grid to the battery, but also charging from the battery back to the grid. It is well understood that a degradation of the battery performance will happen due to any additional charging cycles. However, I do see two potential user cases. One is uh, when electrical blackout happens in such an emergency case, the EV batteries can serve as the power source for the household to operate lights, refrigerators, and other electrical appliances. Second, as we see the EV volume grows, almost reaching 10 million this year, the integration of EVs with the grid system can offer various cost-wise and environment-wise benefits as part of the energy ecosystem. When there are many loads on the grid, vehicle-to-grid can help load leveling and peak shaving for the utility companies. Certainly, vehicle-to-grid benefits can be recognized much, much more efficient when EV deployment is at a scale. And last but not least, we want more and more of the energy feeding into the battery can come from renewable sources like solar, wind, hydropower, and geothermal. 
all different kinds of uh, clean energy. Our team is extremely excited about these uh, further advancements that we can bring to our customers to help achieve their electric future. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's really, really well explained, um, Chong. And so thank you for for breaking that down for us. And so I'll wrap up with this final question. What do you expect to see more of in the future when it comes to EV OEM supplier partnerships? What, what, what sorts of things do you expect to see? This is a great question, Tyler. Partnerships have always been really important in the automotive industry. And for EVs, partnerships will become even more critical. The reasons I say that are, as I mentioned several times, reduced complexity and speed to market will be important themes as we move forward. This will drive the OEMs to select the supplier partners that they can trust to be able to manage the critical component that go across several different platforms and the multiple regions around the globe. At the same time, the supplier will likely need to take on more responsibility to assure speed to market while maintaining best in class quality and flawless launch. Therefore, the earlier that suppliers can engage with OEMs during its development cycle, the more value that the suppliers can bring with optimized solution that can give the best performance, cost, and quality trade-offs. You will also see more partnerships forming beyond the automotive industry. Automotive companies are partnering directly with the power companies, the infrastructure companies, the raw material mining and refining industry. The automotive OEMs are also offering their EV solutions to other transportation segments like marine, commercial vehicles, and two-wheelers. And at the end of the day, all suppliers and OEMs need to adapt to this new ecosystem and work together to find the solutions. You can rest assured that TE is approaching this with the best of technologies, products, global footprint, and most importantly, the best people needed to support our customer in this transformation, both in the short and the long term. Well, Chong, thank you so much for for sharing um, so much just about the advancements uh, of EVs and everything that's going on in this particular industry. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today before we uh, we wrap this episode up? It is a very exciting time for our industry. Innovations have been playing a key role as a fuel to accelerate the EV industry, and it will continue to be the case. All players, small or large, any of us can contribute to it. And I am glad that TE connectivity can be part of this to create a safer, sustainable, productive, and connected future. I do want to mention to the audience of this podcast, TE is launching an open innovation initiative partnering with startups. We want to invite you, whether you are a startup, small business, university research team from anywhere around the world to apply and scale your innovative ideas to the next generation of connectivity and the sensor technologies. And together, we can further advance our mission 
to the electric future. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to continue to watch how things develop and move as they go forward and to continue to see the role that TE Connectivity is going to play in creating this new future for everyone. So Chung Sun, Global Vice President of Automotive E-Mobility at TE Connectivity. Chung, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a little bit more about what that future will look like and how TE is playing a part. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Our Connected World, a podcast brought to you by TE Connectivity. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always visit te.com where you can read uh, an article written by Chung Sun about this very topic. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast to get updates uh, on everything going on in the world of TE Connectivity uh, by searching Our Connected World, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days, you can find more episodes of the show. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes. But for this episode, for my guest today, Chong Sun, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into our conversation. You can learn more about the solutions we discussed today by visiting te.com, where you can connect with our engineer support teams and sign up for Circuit, our monthly trends newsletter featuring a selection of articles on tech innovation written by engineers for engineers. To find out more, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, as well as LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, think big, move fast, and make every connection count.